0: Go. Streaming from South Africa to the, world. to the world This is the Stonks Go Moon podcast What just happened? We break it down so you don't have to Welcome everyone to the Stonks Go Moon podcast My guest today needs no introduction She is the founder of LeducTrading.com Samantha Leduc, welcome to the pod
1: Thank you so much this is,
0: always, this is also the season finale of uh, the SGM podcast, season six. So, I mean, I'm honored to have a guest of your stature come on. And I think where the market is currently, we, we need your sage advice. My first question would be, are we in a bear market, in a secular bull market? Or is this what we're seeing now, speci- specifically talking about tech stocks? are we looking at the start of a new bear market?
1: I have my opinions um, that we have firmly danced up the mountain and then plateaued for all of 2021. And we are now dancing down the mountain. So I absolutely see this as a top uh, synonymous with 2000 or 2008. So I think the market has... has stopped going up we can have some very strong bear market rallies like the one we had last week for two and a half days on gamma squeeze Mm -hmm. and i called it on monday saying this looks like a short-lived short covering rally still Mm -hmm. waiting for it to digest a little bit but i have my re-short levels that i gave clients this morning in my live trading room so i'm going to let it just get there and then it's a higher conviction re-entry or low risk entry short
0: I'm 100% with you, but it amazes me that people don't seem to realize how strong these bear market rallies can be.
1: It's true because they are maybe unfamiliar with the concept of market structure fed by gamma, which is very largely um, driven by CTAs or quants that are using very systematic buying and selling. And you could see that buying Mm. under the surface starting Wednesday morning into the FOMC minutes it was solid, solid. And soon after, Thursday, yep. follow yep. through, Friday, follow through. There was no lack of buying. What you have in the past year literally has been selling under the surface since June of last year. Mm-hmm. So markets basically turned into what I kind of dubbed um, sold to you markets. So okay. people didn't realize it. Stuff you know, topped in February. There's lots of talk about that now. But mm-hmm. it was the selling underneath the surface since june and then strongly in november december january what we had the past two and a half days in my opinion yeah was a short lived short covering rally with systematic buying to cover and monetize those puts yeah in an options expiration post options expiration week and it was a beautiful thing yes combined yes. with the technical levels of very oversold so it's 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 gorgeous right it was a perfect yeah. storm and then you have the the macro narrative of the bostick pause or the fed pause mm-hmm. which is boring immediately Boswell came and said, no, no, they threw cold water on it immediately and said, no, no, we're not going to pause in September. So the point is we still have a backdrop of inflation, higher yields, definitely higher oil or energy. So I'm still a bear.
0: Yeah. what Nice segue by the way, into oil. Um, When all went negative, just after soon it popped up, um, a certain uh, Egyptian businessman called Mr. Sawiri said uh, oil to 100, and he laid out some reasons. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you sent out a tweet saying oil to 230, um, and <laughs> it would raised a couple of eyebrows, and I'm wondering if you would like to unpack that for us.
1: Yes. So it actually was March of 2021. I wrote an article for clients and then made it public facing oil as an inflation hedge. Mm -hmm. So had already positioned for that November 2020 energy outperformance into Q1 of 2021. It delivered. And then in March, I was like, wow, it really, really is strong. So inflation Is going to move higher with yields, but oil is the inflation hedge. So I said if it closes above 65, 65 on a monthly, which is again kind of interwoven technical analysis. Yeah, and we yeah, have the macro it. backdrop of you know scarcity and and such. And that basically it's it served as a really good launch point in March of 2021. I said, if 65, then 130. So obviously a doubling yep. within a year. So then March came, March of 2022, we tagged $130.50 in crude. So West mm-hmm. Texas, okay, mm-hmm. WTIC. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I got to I gotta revise my price targets because that really worked. So I, then I came and said, all right, as long as we stay above 93 on a close, mm-hmm. again, I'm talking mm-hmm. about crude, yeah, yeah, on yeah. a monthly, we're going to move higher. I see the prior 2008 for, you know, 148 area getting taken out on our way to 160 this summer, which mm-hmm. is that June, July, August timeframe mm-hmm. into, I, I said 160, remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But that doubling of 130 is the tell. So 260 within a year. So by March of 23, does that make sense?
0: It makes 100%. It's a very technical, but it makes a lot of sense. And it's
1: it's that was very before the scary. Russian invasion of Ukraine. That yeah, was yeah,
0: no. I mean, before. that was to me just a narrative to, um, mm. already in play. But it's very scary because, uh, you know, looking at things in a macro space, everything is connected with oil. People view oil just as, oh, it's for fuel. No, it's not just for fuel, it's polymers, it's like, all Your packaging material, your plastic
1: fertilizer,
0: fertilizer everything we Bravo. need, we need oil as much as we want to talk climate and, and stuff like that. We need oil, and you're talking about a redoubling and uh, into inflation, right? The I mean, so see, I see Powell meeting um Biden, President Biden right. today, yeah. So when this podcast comes out, we'll probably know, but we can only speculate. What do you think? Paul is going to say to to Biden today.
1: Um it, it doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't <laughs> matter. Inflation's moving higher. You saw the prints today yep. from Germany, yep. France, Spain. Yep. It doesn't matter. I yep. every time they say peak inflation, I'm like with a big LOL. Um it's not done. <laughs> exactly yeah. so but i have been an inflationista since summer of 2020 nothing has changed the macro is yeah. not better any better the political isn't any better the forced you know esg you know driven yeah. uh, mantra is yeah. only making it worse yeah. the 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 war is inflationary supply chain chaos is inflationary food scarcity and insecurity is inflationary energy is the inflation hedge it's it mm-hmm. so yeah. the net gas higher gasoline diesel uh, last year i had said it was going to double it's going to double again mm. so 10 dollars <sighs> you know a gallon for diesel puts an enormous strain on the economy hence Risk assets are just not where it's at. Defense cash. I just yes. still feel yeah. very worried about where things could go in the fashion, in the form of a flash crash.
0: Okay. So I had,
1: I, yeah, I had warned about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I still think there's nothing that has changed. Nothing that has changed. We've okay. gotten a gamma squeeze for two and a half days mm-hmm. after a gamma squeeze in march on march 15th mm-hmm. right into the end mm-hmm. of the month yeah, yeah. two look weeks here. yeah what's going to save us now what is a bullish mon- mantra whether it be fundamental or macro or yeah. technical yeah it's busted
0: so that's that was my point right that's what i wanted to ask you because biden it was last week or the week before he came out and said uh they might look at capping the price of fuel and i thought to yeah. myself ooh. Um, there's some canadian economics if i ever saw, uh, saw it i mean if you think well
1: no so- but i mean that was just my
0: sort of you know it's like if you think you can cap the price of fuel to you know to to fight the, the rise in inflation that's pseudoscience so huh? i don't know who's advising you but you need to get yourself new new science and
1: suicide so and they, suicide the- <laughs> And Emerging markets really don't don't pay any attention to that. They're like, we need dollars for petrol, period. Otherwise, we're going to default. So Biden's pitch to cap prices and energy hasn't worked. SPR release only makes it more bullish as far Mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's nothing right now that the Fed can do in controlling spiraling energy costs, except hiking uh, aggressively and they haven't even started yet. Okay. So I don't see really any um, any pause to the theme that yes. intervention will slow down this freight train of higher energy costs.
0: Yes. Okay. So moving on um, this year, and especially last year, sorry, and into this year, I've seen a rise of retail traders. Um, and this year, a lot of profits were giving back because people did not know what even what hedging is or what shorting is, hey, yes, market yes. just goes market just goes up. I buy anything. I throw money at anything that goes up. Um, what would be your let's say like two top tips for traders, for retail traders specifically, okay. going into this environment? And I mean, okay, this is it gives a backdrop of them never having seen anything like it.
1: Yes, so I, I have a few, and they're yes. really I think short and to the point. Um, you buy on the on the way up. And you mm-hmm. short on the way down. So mm-hmm. they're coming in COVID, right? March 2020 type of yes. time frame. Yes. And yes. then it started to go south. They didn't realize there was distribution under the surface. And now mm-hmm. we've gone down. They're still trying to buy. They're still trying to buy. They're still that trying shit to shit off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just knock that shit off. Oh, so th- this is basically the first thing you buy on the way up and you short and you sell on the way down. Okay. Yeah. Second, there is, I have some technical, you know, mumbo jumbo and some indicators that anyone could put on their chart and kind of follow along. But the point Mm -hmm. is, that's number one. Um, Number two is don't risk any more than you're willing to lose. And right now they have shown statistically, that retail has lost a lot yeah. by doing these lottos constantly, constantly. So zoom out, yeah. zoom out, add more time, um, add more perspective, you know, to learning that this is not the same market that you had in 2020 and 21, because the Fed is removing liquidity. So yes. the, the, the increased chance of not only a flash crash, but also just continued um, wankiness is just heightened, and I think it's very dangerous for retail because they don't really know how to manage risk. Yes. So it's yes. easy to buy. Yes, yes. It's easy to push that buy, buy, buy button, but yes. it's not risk. easy to manage risk. So don't risk any more than you're willing to lose. Um, is definitely and go to cash. Don't don't trade this slop. Yes. It, it, there's no harm in waiting for this to just fall settle then go in it's yeah. not done falling yet we haven't even had a capitulatory low they're still buying amc and tesla and and bitcoin so no it's not done
0: the, the vix hasn't even spiked it just to get a bit technical but the vix hasn't even spiked yet i mean that so it's just this is just like normal selling
1: Well, the VIX may not spike as I was actually expecting in June, we'd have another low. So I'm still basing that we could have a very sudden sharp drop and then VIX will finally get out of its own way. But that's not the most important tell anymore because it's been kind of abandoned as a tell. So there are bonds are a better tell the dollar higher and bonds lower, much better tell. Okay. Oil higher, the euro lower. Much better tell. Vix is not so much of a of a helpful, you know, um, tool yeah. as you as you will for a tell. And I think there needs to be moving away from that as an yeah. instrument. Honestly, yeah,
0: very good advice. A uh, couple of questions from Twitter, if you don't mind. Uh, Twitter uh-huh. always wants to know what are your thoughts on gold and silver, even though gold has been the worst performing asset class the last year people want to know what you know what is samantha's thoughts on gold and so, so
1: gold for me is uh, sometimes currency sometimes commodities sometimes inflation sometimes armageddon trade like it can it morphs it yeah. has a chameleon like atmosphere to it So right now I have very specific levels it needs to get and stay above because Mm -hmm. I absolutely see gold going higher, especially once we kind of like base in June and then moving into the second half of the year. um, And it is not safe. So as a hedge, right. But there is going to be a point in time where gold lifts off with mm-hmm. silver and it's mm-hmm. verifiable. It's like, Oh no, we're in trouble trade. So that particular asset class is not worth playing with or paying attention to unless really we start to get in serious trouble. So yeah. um, to me, it's all of my stuff in, mm. in reviewing gold, it, it Forget its pair with, um, with the dollar, for example. Yeah. It's just it's its own little like asset class that will trigger once we get severe risk off in the market. Until then, yes. it's it's just a waste of time.
0: But also if it starts to move, right, and it moves with purpose, it it becomes
1: yeah. like self it
0: Yeah, it's it, it hits you in the face. It's like yeah
1: you can't miss it it's
0: not these little movements it's like oh it goes yes
1: it's all or nothing with gold
0: yeah (laughs) last question before i let you leave um someone wanted to know is the copper trade over so
1: yes this is very frustrating Uh, copper um this is very challenged first and foremost it has lots of different factors pulling on it so that the the China deval of the Wuhan back mm-hmm. in on April 20th, 21st, 22nd that week put a complete kibosh to the value cyclical rotation. Yes. Yes. short term, mind you, yes. but yeah, it absolutely term. put that under pressure. So copper came back with steel, with lumber, with everything, right? So mm-hmm. now the, mm-hmm. the whole liftoff theme is we need the the USD CNH. Right. Mm -hmm. It's going to keep going higher. That's going to put pressure on commodities and valuation, not oil and not soft commodities like food, wheat and the the like, but everything Mm. else, copper. And it's also but when it tops out and comes back down, then that should be absolutely back in place because hard assets, my whole theme, right, of things over paper is still very, very viable. But this relationship to ESG has messed it up. Right. Yeah. So we can't have electrification without copper. But copper's obviously in distribution with sharp sell-offs because China closed in COVID lockdowns and because mm-hmm. they devalued the Wuhan. So yeah. it's very much a pair trade, that kind of that valve of reflation. And reflation doesn't reflation trades don't just go up like oil yes. right now. Yes. Yes. They have a, a nature, a cyclical wave about them. And they are absolutely influenced by China because China is the largest buyer yeah. of copper. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say copper is underperforming oil for sure. Yes. But I think it'll come back up and it will have its day. But it's it's just not time. Kind of like precious metals and industrial yes. metals. Yes. They're suffering right now for the yes. for those dynamics I just explained. Yeah. But oil as a hard commodity. Yes. Right. Um, necessary for everything. everything. It's basically taking that inst- all that money is <laughs> just a huge magnet. And energy is alpha and, and copper is, is underperforming. Alpha.
0: I'm going to leave you on that note. Samantha, if the listeners want to connect with you um, and find out more about your trading room, where can they do that?
1: Leducetrading.com, L-A-D-U-C trading.com. Um, I'm also on Twitter, Samantha Leduc. Um, I basically have three major products. It's Discord for the newer traders, a little bit more community focused and momentum. Um, and then nice. my fishing club is very much intermediate. And then my I have an institutional product, Edge, um, run by a hedge fund manager. And all three of those products you can find on my website and you can find me on Twitter.
0: Nice, and we'll put the links in the comments. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank to our listeners. You. Peace, love, and prosperity. And we'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.